All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching and you're like, who is this lady? What is she on here doing? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself, people who are starting businesses in business, thinking about starting a business, I help you get your paperwork together. So things like getting your articles of incorporation with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts so you don't get burned by clients and partners, uh, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, and hiring policies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these foundational steps for your business business. If you are wondering how or why I'm qualified to help you do all of these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney with a specialization in business formation, have been for 15 years and accounting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. All right. So that is why I am here. Now, um, so if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need a little bit of legal, or, you know, if you're thinking about starting a business and you don't know where to start, or if you're in and you're like, you know what, I need a little bit more structure to my business. You're so how, how are you going to get in contact with me? Hey, Miss Whitney, you're going to go to NPL consulting firm, free forward slash NPL, slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, uh, you're also going to be able you uh, choose seven days or less at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast if you ever can't make a live show. And you can also find my video trainings. I have several video trainings on different aspects of uh, business formation that you can peruse and, you know, help to kind of self guide you through the business formation process. So linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, go check it out. Okay. Uh, now that is enough about me. Uh, we're going to talk about the show real quick, but I just want to give Miss Whitney a real quick shout out right now. Um, I per- recently purchased an item from her clothing line, K. Russo Apparel. I don't know if y'all saw it in my stories over the weekend, but when I tell you these shorts are so comfortable, I wore them all weekend. So Whitney, they were a great purchase. Thank you. You have a wonderful product. All right. Uh, so go check out K. Russo Apparel. Uh, on Instagram. But uh, moving on, uh, for those of you, you want to know why we're here, let's get to the reason why we're here. So the way that the show works, if anybody's watching who doesn't know how it works, uh, I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories that you guys send me, stories uh, any story from anywhere. I can pull a story from anywhere as long as it has lessons that we can learn as business owners. Um, and you know, and we talk about these stories, we discuss them. So this is the time for you to ask your questions and to give your comments as long as they are respectful. Okay. So, um, without further ado, uh, oh, I said at the top of the show, we only have two stories. We might, we will probably finish early tonight with the stories, but if you have questions or, you know, you want to talk about anything else, you know, have that stuff ready so that, you know, we can roll into that if we have time. All right. Okay, let's get going. 
So first thing I want to talk to you guys about tonight. So last night I told you guys that the USPTO is going to be increasing their uh, filing fees uh, for for getting a trademark, right? Um, now, at the time, I did not know the rates, but I have them for you tonight, and I wanted to let you know. So uh, the 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 um, the limited application for trademarks, which which was two twenty five, is going to be going up to two hundred and fifty dollars in January. Okay, now that is an application for you know a single class of goods for. Uh, for the items that you're trying to trademark. Now, the regular trademark application, the uh, the initial filing fee is about 270. It well, not about. It's 275 dollars. That is going up to 350 dollars in January. So. If you're going with the standard trademark application going forward in January, it's now going to cost you $350 instead of $275. Uh, and if you are trying to oppose or cancel someone's trademark, the fee has gone up from $400 to $600, okay? Now, um, this is, I'm, why am I telling you this? A lot of you, you know, you talk about branding, you talk about trademarking, but you haven't, you know, you haven't put your foot to the, to the pedal yet. Um, the prices are going up, so you probably want to do this before December 31st, 2020, okay? Um, the, uh, yeah, cause, cause your applications are going up and who wants to spend more money if they don't have to? So if you have your marks in order and you're really serious about getting your mark protected, you want to do that before the end of the year and prices go up on the USPTO, uh, for, for the USPTO filing fees, Okay. Um, so I just wanted to put that information out there. If you know anybody who's trying to get trademarked, let them know that prices are going up. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, that went really quickly. We're definitely going to finish early tonight. So I hope y'all have some questions because y'all don't want to see me sitting here and be silly for 20 minutes. Okay. Um, we were just short on stories tonight. So this next story that we are talking about, it is a little complicated. Okay. So I want y'all, you might need to get some pen and paper out, all right? So, uh, in 1978, there was um, a, a store, a, a retail franchise that opened up called L&L Wings, and they, uh, called, L, yes, called L&L Wings, um, and they sold, or they sell, beachwear, you know, towels, bathing suits, uh, swimming trunks, all those things, right? And because, you know, Wings was in their name, they, of course, wanted to trademark Wings so that they could sell their beachwear. Um, so they filed their trademark application, but uh, they found out that the word Wings in the realm of beachwear was already trademarked by another company uh, uh, and owned by a gentleman called Stephen Moreau. It had been trademarked since the 1930s. Um, and, you know, they couldn't do it. So what did they, what do you think they did because they could not trademark the name? Because they still wanted to use the, the word wings to sell their beachwear. So what do you think they did when they found out that the word wings was owned by someone else? What do you think that they did? What do you think they did? Hey, what do you think that they did? Uh, and I'm going to give you a little bit of time because think about it. If somebody already owns something that you want to use, 
what is a way that you can get them to let you use it? Hopefully that gives you guys an idea. Contacted the, they contacted the owner. Um, Gary said they dropped the wing. No, they did not drop the wing, Miss Whitney. Um, AP Jackson, yes, they contacted the owner. And then what do you think happened, AP Jackson? What's the next step after contacting the owner? Because you're on the right track, right? They contacted the owner and... 76 Grimcrate said reached out to the company. Yes, they reached out to the company and offered to purchase. Uh, maybe they did that, uh, but they they were able to reach um, an agreement where they were going to license the trademark from the original owner, Stephen Morrow. Yes, 76 Grimcrate paid them to use it. Absolutely. So if you have a trademark that you want to use, but it is already owned by someone else, you always have the option of seeing if they will license it to you, meaning they will give you legal permission to use that trademark under, you know, the parameters that they set. So this company, L&L Wings, they got a license from Stephen Moreau to use the word wings to sell their beachwear, right? Now, Here's where the complicated part comes in. So one of the former employees of LNL Wings eventually went to open up their own beachwear franchise called Beachmark, okay? Um, and they also wanted to use the word wings to sell their uh, to sell their beachwear. So they did apparently this former employee did not know that LNL Wings was licensing um, the, what, what had a license agreement with the original owner of the trademark. They thought that L&L Wings owned the trademark, right? And L&L Wings didn't tell them that they didn't own the trademark. L&L Wings actually created a license agreement with this Beachmark, um, retail chain, and had them paying like $100,000, you know, every quarter or so to use a name that L&L Wings did not even own, right? So they were doing this for years. They were they were they were paying this money to L&L Wings for a life, for a trademark that they didn't own for years. And then at a certain point L&L Wings told them, look, you can't use the wings anymore. You can use big wings or super wings, but using wings by itself, we no longer want you to use that. Now, remember, L&L Wings doesn't even own the word, right? So, um, Beachmark, they were like, okay, you know, that's what you say. We'll, we'll follow the rules. So they started, you know, using big wings or super wings, but they would make big or super really, really small. So you couldn't use, so you couldn't notice it. So it still looked like wings, right? So L and L wings, the original retail chain, they realized what Beachmart was doing and they tried to shut them down. They, they tried, they, they, you know, terminated the license agreement and said, you know, you're not, you're not abiding by our rules. Da, 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 da. Um, so Beachmark, I guess they did a little bit of digging and found out that L and L wings never owned the trademark in the first place. And there was a whole lot of things that happened you know, behind the scenes, the owner found out they transferred, you know, ownership to, to, to beach, 
a whole big mess that I'm not going to get. The important part is that Beachmark found out that L&L Wings did not own the trademark, Hey Sincere 39, that they had been paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for, for years. So what do you think Beachmark did to L&L Wings when they found out that L&L Wings was licensing a trademark that they did not even own? What do you think Beachmark did? What do y'all think Beachmark did? If somebody, um, you know, if you were paying somebody to use something for years and then you find out that that person didn't even own it and didn't have the right, what would you do? Since 839 said sued, absolutely. 76 Green Cray said, who were their lawyers? I have no idea. Um, and, but since 839, absolutely. They sued L&L Wings. And um, I found out today that uh, the, the case, it was decided in favor of Beachmart, the one who was paying all this money for a trademark that the that L&L Wings didn't own. So I want you guys to guess, how much do you think Beachmark won in this uh, licensing case? How much do you think the judge ordered L&L Wings to repay Beachmart because of this fraudulent license agreement? Remember, they were paying hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, at several points during the year over a course of years. They absolutely did sue them, 76 Grimk. So how much do you think uh, Beachmart stands to get back from um, L&L Wings? Uh, that's a little high, 76 Grimk, not $100 million. I will tell you that it's in the millions, though. I'll give you one more guess before I tell you uh, what the amount is. Um... One more guess. Mm -mm -mm. How much do you think that this company is is stands to get repaid from L and L Wings because L and L Wings lied about owning a trademark and was selling a license to a trademark that they did not own? Five million. Miss Whitney said five million. Um, kind of. So now. Beachmart had four different counts, meaning four different complaints against L&L Wings for this fraudulent licensing agreement. And for each count, Beachmart was awarded $4.18 million, right? So $4.18 million times four, uh, $30 million is a little too high sincere. That's about, uh, what's 16, almost $17 million. So... Beachmart stands to make a pretty penny from L&L Wings if they can get them to pony up the money. Um, now, do we think that L&L Wings is going to be able to come through with this $16 million? What do y'all think? What do you think? What do you think? And while you give me your opinions, I want you guys to understand why did I pick this case? When you have, if you do not own a trademark, if somebody gives you permission to use a trademark, that doesn't give you permission to then sell, you know, 
use of the trademark. If somebody gives you a license to use their trademark, that is for you and you alone. That is not a right that is assignable. That is only to you. You are not allowed to relicense to someone else unless you have an agreement for that. Um, Seven Six Grim K doesn't think they're going to get them get the money. No, they're cheaters. Miss Whitney said no. Oh, y'all have no faith. Um, Cynthia Thirty Nine said probably not. Now L and L Wings, they're probably going to appeal the award amount. I'm sure they are. Uh, but you know, I but Beachmark definitely deserves to get some of their money back because they were paying for a license that the the company didn't even own. This is unjust enrichment, and the law is very opposed to unjust enrichment. When I say unjust enrichment, that means somebody getting over on somebody else. The law does not like that. The law likes to make people whole. So we don't know if they're going to get necessarily the entire $16 million, but they are entitled to some money back, right? So when you, uh, for those of you who are going out into the world, if you are planning to sell licensed merchandise, make sure that the person that you are licensing from actually has the right to license that to you, okay? Um, because uh, since the other night said they should get it all back, they should get it all back. Um, I'm sure some of that award was punitive damages, um, but w- we'll see what happens. But yeah, but if you're planning to, you know, get a license to use someone's mark, make sure that they actually own it. And if you are a person that has a license to use someone's mark, Understand that you do not have the right to then relicense that to someone else for profit, okay? Because you can get sued just like these people, and now they got $16 million staring them in the face like, what you gonna do, girl? Um, but yeah, so good luck to Beachmark and good luck to L&L Wings. I'm pretty sure L&L Wings might have to file for bankruptcy after this. Uh, but yeah, but... Guys, those were the stories that I had for you tonight. I look, I was scouring, I was scouring the interwebs today. I was hoping somebody would drop a story in my inbox. But um, those were the two stories that I had for you today. The trademark fees are going up. Um, the regular application is going up from two seventy five to three fifty. The uh, the special application is going from two twenty two twenty five to two fifty. And the fee to cancel or oppose a trademark has gone up from $400 to $600. Um, yeah, it is, it is important info to know 76 Grim K. Um, and also understand that you can't license something that you don't own. If someone has given you a license to use something, that is not a license to then sell it right? So it's like my crafters. Sometimes you'll get these uh, these templates and they'll say for personal use only, or they will say for commercial use. You need to understand the rights that you have when you are using someone else's property. And don't lie to other people and tell them you own a trademark when you don't, because then you could get sued and have a $16 million judgment against you, all right? Um, but yeah, so those were the stories that we had for tonight. We can actually go into Q and A. Um, if you guys have stories about the uh, anything that we've talked about this week, yesterday we talked about the clowns and how they trademark their faces. We talked about Instagram versus Thriftagram. Um, Monday we talked about we did the the update on the the Hustlers movie with Samantha Barbash. Uh, we talked about Trump being sued for copyright infringement for uh, using people's music on his campaign. 
and also Target and Atari settling their Pong dispute. All right. So those were the stories that we've covered this week so far. So if you have questions on those, now's the time to ask. Also, if you have questions about business formation, so things like how do I start my trademark application? How do I, you know, what type of contract do I need for X, Y, Z? How do I register my business with the state? Where do I get an EIN number? How do I get a DUNS number? What is a DUNS number for? Um, what type of hiring paperwork do I need for my employees? These are the questions that you can ask me now because we have a whole 10 minutes, okay? 10 minutes. Um, if you guys have anything that you maybe saw today that you maybe forgot to send to me, let me know. We can, we can, we can bring it here now. Miss Whitney said, tell the people, yes, Miss Whitney loves when, um, I, I post this post every so often to remind people that having an IG account and a bank account or a, or a cash app account, that is not, Hey, King Tech Services. Yes. King Tech Services. She just came home from the hospital. Uh, today, we are very glad that you are home and resting, my dear. But yeah, Miss Whitney loves when I post that post. Uh, an IG account and a, an IG page and a Cash App account do not a business make. Look, a lot of you are out here just winging it, you know, you, and you're making your money, you know, with an IG account and a Cash App, and you think it's all right. But I'm telling you that if you plan on growing as a business, if you want to be in this thing for the long haul, you need to set yourself up properly. You need to have a legitimate business so you can access things that you're not going to be able to access as an individual person. When you are a legitimate business, there are loans and lines of credit that you can that you can access if you are set up properly. There are programs that you are eligible for if you are set up properly. Um and, the, uh, it, and it just provides you a layer of protection because if you set your business up right, like as a corporation or an LLC, you create a legal wall between your personal and fu- personal and business assets. Um, AP Jackson said, I hate to pay services via cash app. And you know, for the most part, I do too. And now there are some companies are pivoting, you know, they're, they're starting to, uh, uh, get, uh, they're starting to uh, be able to have business cash app accounts, I believe. I know, like, I've seen several businesses that say, you know, we accept cash app or whatever, or we do cash app. But, um, you know, I, I think that as these mobile payments grow, um, things like that are going to change. But as of right now, cash app isn't the best way to be running money through your business. You need a separate bank account. Right, and you need to be keeping track of the money coming in and out. Uh, yeah, so if, if you guys have questions on those types of things, now is the time to ask. If not, we can break early. Look, I, you know, I, I, I like, well, the thing is, PayPal is actually a respected payment, um, payment source. You know, pay, PayPal, they, they've been in the game for a long time. They have a lot of, you know, they have a lot of systems set up. PayPal is actually one of the reputable um, payment, uh, payment options. Things like Cash App and Venmo and Zelle, those get a little dicey. 76 Grim K said, I agree, don't like Cash App. Uh, Cash App is great, you know, if you're paying somebody for dinner or whatever, hey, creating time, or, you know, you're trying to send some money to your friend. But in terms of, unless you have specifically set up a Cash App for your business, um, Cash App is not the best option for running money through your business. 
Sincere 39 said, yeah, PayPal has a business account. Absolutely. AP Jackson said, you can't dispute the charges like I can on PayPal. Absolutely. PayPal has a dispute, uh, you know, has a dispute process. Um, so this is why, you know, you want to have an appropriate business structure set up so that if things happen with payments, if there is a chargeback, if you have to dispute something, you're not trying to figure out who do I call, you know, whatever. Uh, King Tax Services said PayPal has a credit card. All right, they, PayPal got a credit card. That means they're in with Visa and MasterCard. So they have that, you know, they've got that backing. Cash App, look, I love Cash App, okay? I, it's one of my favorite apps, but Cash App is not backed up like these other payment options are. I remember um, th- there are some bills that I am not, a, that I cannot pay through my Cash App, because up until recently, Cash App was not backed by a bank. Now, they have since then, you know, changed things. They got some bank to partner with them, so you kind of have an account, but it's still not, you know, a a fully recognized, um, it's still not a fully recognized payment system, okay? All right. Um, So, if uh, do we have any questions? Because we got about five minutes left as, as I step off my soapbox. Um, what did I want to tell you guys? Make sure that you book your one-on-one coaching sessions at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube page and the podcast. Uh, make sure that you have the Biz Launch Cheat Sheet downloaded. Um, what else? Uh, I just got the pricing sheets for the shirts today. I'm going to be putting my orders in the next couple of days. So shirts are going to go into production in the next couple of days. AP Jackson said, I have Square for payments. I have Square too. I have Square. I have Stripe. I have PayPal. Um, yeah. Gumroad, which is where, you know, I sell my, my video trainings and eBooks and stuff. And Vesita. Those are the, those are the systems that I use for payments. Okay. All right. So I think that we can uh, break for tonight. Um, Thank you guys for hanging out with me. It is always lovely to talk to you guys. Uh, Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your comments, your questions. Join me here tomorrow night for more stories at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you find any stories, please send them to your girl. You saw I only had two tonight. You see we ended early. Send me some. <laughs> okay? Uh, but uh, thank you, Miss Winnie. Miss Winnie said keep spreading the word, and I will. So I will be back here tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Can't wait to hang out with you guys. All right? Bye-bye. <laughs>